Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 7, verse 24. From there he arose, and he went out into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and he entered into a house, and he didn't want anyone to know it, but he couldn't escape notice. In verse 24, and Jesus steps out of a Jewish land and directly into Gentile land. Jesus was ready now to take his rightful place as Savior of the whole world. Jesus had taught that we can easily see certain things as unclean, which are only unclean in our minds, but not in reality. Now he's going to demonstrate that truth in action. You see, Jesus, he didn't set out on some sort of evangelistic tour when he entered the region of Tyre and Sidon. In fact, it seems from the appearance of the text that he intended to take a much needed rest. He even went so far as to attempt to travel clandestinely, but as always, such turned out to be another futile attempt. It's hard to hide the presence of Jesus. Even in the life of a true born-again child of God, the presence of the Savior always seems to shine through. Verse 25. For a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, having heard of him, came and fell down at his feet. Now this woman came to Jesus with a broken spirit and a receptive heart. She came in need. She came, no doubt, just as we all do, redeemed children. She came to Jesus in need. When she came into the presence of Jesus, she found the correct location to place herself, and that was at the feet of the Lord. Verse 26 says, Now the woman was Greek. She begged him that he would cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now many folks have responded to this passage by crying foul. After all, why would Jesus be so cruel? It seems that our Lord herein was being uncharacteristically tactless with this woman. However, a little further research into this event sheds a different light upon the words of Jesus. For the term dogs herein is, in the original Greek, a derogatory term to say the least. But the word used here in this verse is not that kind of dog. In fact, it is a term of endearment, much like the idea of a puppy. These are the little puppies that can be found under your feet as you're trying to eat dinner. You know always begging for scraps and trying your patience. Now it's clear that Jesus was indeed testing this woman's faith. Why? Well, because for her and all that would follow, such a faith was a prerequisite to what was going to occur next. His methods may have seemed severe, and they often do in his dealings with us. However, 
When we see the end result, we have a better understanding of his purpose. Verse 28 says, But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. She went to her house and found the child, having been laid on the bed with the demon gone out. But coming to this grand understanding of the fact that we deserve nothing from God except death is critical to the mandatory humbling of our spirits before him. This woman's words, as well as the heart behind them, they were correct. She came to Jesus completely humble, broken before our Lord. You see, she had nothing more to lose, and Jesus in turn gave her everything. And please note before we go on that Jesus had no problem with distance. He took care of that demon right from where he sat. Verse 31, And he again departed from the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and he came to the Sea of Galilee through the middle of the region of Decapolis. They brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hands on him. He took the man aside from the multitude privately, put his fingers into his ears, and he spit, touched his tongue, looked up to heaven, and he sighed and said to him, Epaphatha, that is, be open. Immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was released, and he spoke clearly. He commanded them that they should tell no one. The more he commanded them, so much more widely they proclaimed. They were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf hear and the mute speak. Jesus herein was moved to heal a man who could neither hear nor speak. Please notice that the totality of his work was essentially completed with just two words. Be opened. And one would be left then to wonder, why all the extra stuff? What is this perceived ritual of healing that we read about here and to mean to us? Well, the best that I can figure is nothing. In fact, maybe that's the point. You know, Jesus throughout the Gospels seemed to use various methods in his healing work. I think one can only gather therein that maybe he was purposely avoiding our search for some sort of recipe for healing the blind and the mute as we always seem to do. Jesus clearly wanted to keep the focus upon the healer, not the healing, and certainly not upon the method. And it's the same today. Sometimes he uses a doctor. Sometimes he simply heals miraculously right there on the spot. Sometimes he doesn't even heal at all. He just takes us home. There is no healing recipe, quote-unquote. There's just the healer. The text tells us that the people were astonished beyond measure. Astonished enough to bow to his deity? <laughs> Not likely. The point being that miracles rarely lead us to a long-term confession of faith. Wow is never enough. Now the woman in this passage in the previous passage, came to Christ personally. 
but with a need and a faith. She surrendered herself to Jesus, and she did so before the miracle. The people said, he has done all things well. I think a similar attitude exists today. Men go to church and and go through the motions of religion by bowing the knee. But few of us are willing to come to Jesus and fall to his feet. Few are willing to be the little puppies. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.